everybody. Welcome to another episode of Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. I'm Brian. This is Ben. If you weren't hearing this, I am already dead. I think we've done this. Is this a rerun? I think I remember this for a few weeks ago. You haven't let me do it yet. When do I get to record my death podcast? Well... I don't know. How does that work? How, I mean, I, I don't think it should be during a regular recording session. It needs to be its own uh, separate special thing. I thought they're all like that. You never know when you're going to go. So to start off every I mean, episode. That's true. I mean, we could, we can definitely, uh, you know, pre-record that and just have it, have it, have it in our pocket. But um, we should knock out just a regular podcast first. Let's do oh. one normal style and then we'll each your individual uh in case of our death podcast okay well if you are hearing this i am probably alive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. same here same ditto probably so far we we are recording this podcast on a beautiful memorial day weekend ben how yeah. was uh how was your how was your uh, memorial day weekend did you, did you go out did you did you did you grill did you firework did you uh do, do you, whatever it is we do do you do fireworks on memorial day um, my neighbors did, so I assume oh. that was the thing. <laughs> uh, well, let's see what I did. Saturday, I watched some movies at home with Megan instead mm-hmm. of going to work. Uh, I, oh, I played some games with my sister also. She came over. We played a new Balderdash. Uh, Sunday, I went to Grand's house, and I ate some breakfast for lunch, which was okay. really good and fun. And then today, Megan went to work. And I sat here staring at the wall like I always do, and she's gone. Now tell me about – wait, that's what you do when she's not around? That's all I do. I just stare at the wall until it's time to record a podcast or she comes home. Oh, man. I imagine that's what my dog does when I'm not here. The stare th- – well, it's your dog. I thought you shared the dog. Yeah, yeah. It's totally a dog. It's like yeah, a time just share. stares at the wall and then sometimes records the podcast. The dog does? Oh man, my dog has uh, huge podcast numbers, like easily four times what we do. Oh, what's his show? Her show, Ben. Oh, is, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's um, it's a uh, it's a show where every week uh, she and one of her dog friends watches an episode of Charles in Charge, and then they uh, just do a real deep dive analysis of it thematically. What was it? saying about uh you know where we were as a country okay and, uh, it's, it's pretty good it's it's uh you know i mean i guess i'm not really doing it justice it doesn't sound that great when i describe it but i assure you it's uh fantastic the content's there if you want i can put in the clip right here um <laughs> i well sure sure why not okay play the clip I don't know how my dog sounds. I can't. I'm bailing on this. I don't wow, know what a dog Brian. voice sounds like. Well, have you never seen Scooby Doo? Yeah, like that. Well, you don't sound uh, like a lady dog. Oh wait, sorry, sorry. Bark, 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 bark. There you go. Uh, she's still a dog. She doesn't speak English. She's oh. still a dog. But she does know how to record and edit a podcast. Uh, you know, with with a little help from her friends, who are also oh. dogs. Oh, so well, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll just put a link to that podcast in our podcast notes. Yeah, no, that, that'd be great. Yes, I. Well, I mean, I mean, she doesn't really need the help. Like I said, she's doing very well. Okay, good. Well, I still, I think everyone else should get a chance to listen to it. So I'll get that set up. 
So what, what about you? Yeah, no, it's great. Um, what have yeah, you yeah, done? Paul Tompkins is on this week, so it'll be great. Um, what have I done? Wait, I, whoa, um, whoa, I thought it was only dog work, friends. A lot of work. Well, uh, Paul F. Tompkins gets a pass because he is, of course, the voice of Mr. Peanut Butter on the Netflix series BoJack Horseman. So he's like an honorary dog. Okay. All right. I, I, I can understand that then. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul Tompkins just hangs out at my house with my dog. Of course, podcast is weird. Um, a little weird. It is a little bit, but you know, like that's what he does. He's on every podcast all the time. Um, Paul. Yeah, I've, I've just been working, man. Pa- yep. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's his undercover dog name. Yep. When he's wait, when he's pretending to be a dog, or oh, wait, can that be a CBS show too? Undercover dog. It's like uh, a a police canine. Goes undercover in a drug ring as like a drug dealer's uh, d- protection dog and has to okay. uncover the entire ring on his own. He's to rise through the criminal ranks. Mm-hmm. Criminals are very big on ranks, they're very organized like that. The, g- the good ones are. That's why it's called organized crime. Okay, that's a good point. I'm <laughs> sorry. Not disorganized <laughs> crime. <laughs> you, you, you never hear about disorganized cr- criminal groups. Because they don't get very far. They're not in groups usually. That's how disorganized they are. It's just a couple dudes. (laughs) That's pretty. Yeah, that is pretty bad. Uh, Anywho, I think we've I think we've adequately wasted enough time at the top of the show, Ben. This has been fun. I think so. All right, stay happy. No, no, we've got at least three more segments to do. So man, uh, let's move on to uh, the Bummer Patrol. Wait. I mean, the happy hour. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's happy, hour happy hour is the part of the show where we talk about the thing that's making us most happy for the week. Ben. Halo. Yeah? What's your happy hour pick this oh, week? Oh, oh. Uh, I've watched a bunch of movies recently. Ooh, any good ones? Uh, most of them. Some I think were good, and some I know were good. Because, uh, let's see, I, we watched Twin Peaks TV show, came back, watched four episodes all at once with a Showtime free trial. It was ridiculous, and I've been reading that that's like pure David Lynch, so I thought I'd check out some more of his stuff. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Netflix has Mulholland Drive. Oh, I've always so, meant to watch that. So I watched that, and I, I used to always get it mixed up. With that movie that is nothing like it, White Chicks. No, well that's that's all. That is nothing like it, but it's another street name. Samuel L. Jackson is a cop, and he's the next door neighbor of this uh, interracial marriage couple mm-hmm. next door. Yep, yep. And then uh, he like is mean. He's mean. Like how how's he mean? Uh, he he does mean things, uh, like shining a bright light in their window, and then breaking mm-hmm. into their house and trying to kill them. Uh, yeah, no, I guess that did happen. Did you actually see that movie? I did. Yeah, me too. I liked it. Uh, it's called Lakeview Terrace. Thank you. I used to always get Mulholland Drive mixed up with Lakeview Terrace, but they're nothing the same. Mulholland Drive is a movie that's sort of, I mean, it's a David Lynch movie, so it's hard to explain what it's about, mm-hmm. but it's sort of about a, like a woman comes to Hollywood to be a star and meets an amnesiac woman who was in a car accident, and then like halfway through something different happens and it's confusing uh, oh. but there are metaphors and it's it's good so that sounds like a recommendation yes i'd recommend watching it unless you don't want to see nudity then don't watch it oh sure sure i uh, 
I'll also issue that same recommendation for season one of Game of Thrones. Yes, that's that. That's true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think you guys should watch that. But you know, season two is where it gets good in Game of Thrones. Mulholland and Drive. I thought it was good, but some people might not want to see the things that they show in that movie. So don't sure. watch it then. No. Sure, sure. No, it is a, a David Lynch movie, so I would expect nothing less. Well, you'd think so. But then we watched a movie called The Straight Story. That sounds like it might be kind of the same like that, but it's not. <laughs> it's based on a true story. It's actually uh, it like won something at the Cannes Film Festival, and then Disney decided it would release it. So it's a David Lynch rated G Disney movie based on a true story about a man named Alvin Strait. He's like in his 70s or 80s, and his brother had a stroke. And so he rides his lawnmower from Iowa to Wisconsin for about six weeks to go see him. Oh, it's a long time. It's like a solo road trip movie. And it's actually pretty good. All right. So that's a double recommendation. That one is good for everybody. The only thing it has is I I think it's some very light drinking and occasional light smoking because he smokes cigars. But that's it. So you recommend that you recommend that to everyone unless they're specifically looking for nudity. They will not find any. Yes. Do not watch that one. You will not find nudity. Instead, watch Mulholland Drive. Yeah, that has all of it. Uh, Then there was that other thing that I watched. Uh, Is it another David Lynch movie? Is it Blue Velvet? Oh, actually, Elephant Man. Not yet. We wanted to watch Blue Velvet, but it's not on anything streaming for free. So we switched over to the Coen Brothers. And I watched a couple that I've seen before, but Megan had not. The two on Netflix, Burn After Reading, we watched. Mm -hmm. That's a good one, underrated. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. The second time, the first time I wasn't sure, second time through, I really liked it. That's, you know, I feel that way about a lot of their movies. Like the first time I saw The Big Lebowski, I was like, I I don't get it. I guess (laughs) it was good. But then, uh, you know, upon uh, repeat viewings, I I did, I, I, I get it now. I gained an appreciation for it. I think it's part of that whole, like, why are all these random events happening? They all seem like non sequiturs. Oh, they make sense now. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. no, no. Let's, 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 some of them are movies. I was going to say, let's be clear. I've seen The Big Lebowski several times. I still cannot give you a, an accurate outline of that plot. It's a real shaggy dog story. Uh, I guess what I, started, I, I started enjoying it when I just stopped caring about the plot. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to enjoy the characters interacting. That's, what, that's where that movie shines. Well, because uh, a lot of the scenes that aren't plot related are like character building scenes mm-hmm. and relationship building scenes. The plot thing, it sort of makes sense. I've seen it like two or three times now and it does. And David Lynch movies, I think I watched one before and thought it was dumb, but now that I've watched them more, as I first time I watch it, I'm like, okay, that was I think it was good, but then I think about it later, I'm like, oh wait, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I appreciate it more. And that same thing mm-hmm. happened with Barton Fink, which we also watched. I liked it more this time. And, uh, oh, that's interesting. Because to me, Barton Fink is if the Coen brothers were trying to be David Lynch. That's what the movie okay. felt like to me. You know, that's weird because for some reason, I, I've in my mind, I've always had this association between the the cover of Barton Fink and the cover of Eraserhead. Oh, yeah. Is that, does that make any sense to you? Oh, it definitely does. I can see where you're coming with that one. And I, I tried to Google to see if there were any kind of influences. Only real result I found was Roger Ebert saying the same kind of thing. Oh, okay. Well, that, okay. That's cool then. So that means I'm as good as Roger Ebert. And, uh, but yeah, that movie was more, more gooder this time. Even more gooder. Even more gooder. 
and then I kept thinking about all these movies were, that everybody was in. I'm like, oh, wait, another Coen Brothers movie, Raising Arizona. So we rented that Ooh. one through Amazon. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah, we watched that oh, one. That might be my favorite Coen Brothers movie. I, that, I have a deep love for Raising Arizona. I, I thought that one was pretty good. I liked that one, too. It's not my favorite one, but I liked it a lot. How about uh, the, the ending of Raising Arizona is uh, perhaps one of the finest things I've ever seen on film. That part's good, too. The, the, the motorcyclist part was kind of weird. His character... Oh, sure. The Biker of the Apocalypse. It felt like it didn't fit with everything else all that much. Oh, that's what makes it beautiful, though. It, 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 it's at times Raising Arizona is like a live action Looney Tunes cartoon. It, pretty much. That guy was like he came from the Mad Max universe and ended up somehow in this movie. Uh, the best part of that movie, though, for me was the whole uh, chase scene. Oh, yeah, that's a great. Scene. With the diapers. I love that mm-hmm. whole part. But then I was like, wait. A lot of people in one movie, I should check out Grand Budapest Hotel because I've been meaning to. What? Oh, man, you've had a heck of a week, Ben. I'm excited to hear about this. Uh, I loved the soundtrack. It was one of my favorite movie soundtracks now, I think, for that movie. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, just to get uh, an idea of where, where, you know, where your taste uh, skew. What are some of your other favorite movie soundtracks? Uh, let's see. UHF <laughs> count. Totally. Weird Al's UHF. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I love the mm-hmm. soundtrack for that one. Uh, there are other ones I can't remember right now. Because I know there are themes I like from some movies, but it's not like I love the whole soundtrack to Pirates of the Caribbean. But I like the main theme, if you want like a, a good epic song. Uh, the Dark Knight isn't really a theme as much as is it. Oh, sure, sure. Like Or like the Inception horn. I haven't seen that movie yet, but I know that horn. I'm sure there are more soundtracks I'm not remembering, but that's some of them I like. Uh, the, the movie was good, like the whole way through. I I love. Is it just, is that just Wes Anderson's film style? What he does, where it's usually character centered, right in the middle of the screen, doing something or talking at the camera, basically, and then long panning shots and stuff that looks like miniatures. Oh yeah! Oh oh yeah! No, absolutely. Have it's you the, seen a lot of other Wes Anderson? No, stuff? it was just this one. I couldn't tell if it was a okay, this movie yeah. style no, or that's... Wes Anderson style. No, no, that is some some very Wes Anderson uh, type stylistic things you're describing. Yeah. And after seeing it, I now understand why people kept saying that both the movie and Netflix version of a series of unfortunate events felt very Wes Anderson-y. Mm, they did the same okay. kind of thing where like it's random bright colors where it looks kind of fake, but and in uh, the miniatures and everything. It's kind of over the top in style, I guess. But, oh, that whole movie, I loved it. Is yes. That what I thought oh, it was yes, be? yes. Based on the poster, it's a. I thought it was different. <laughs> it's a great movie, and if you want to check out more Wes Anderson stuff, my favorite work of his is The Royal Tenenbaums. I all right. I don't know what that is, but I think I'm mixing it up with something else. I don't know though. I don't know what I'm mixing it up with. Uh, but yeah, that movie I really, really liked. That's probably my favorite one of all the ones we watched this weekend. And then I saw that, oh, it didn't win an Oscar, but Birdman did that same year. So we started Birdman. But how did oh, you watched oh, you watch Birdman? We started it. How do you feel about Birdman? Well, we only started it. Oh, you started it. Like, like 30 minutes? Like how much did you see? Like probably 10 minutes. And oh. then, we, then we went to bed. Um, 
Yep. Birdman is a very technically impressive uh, piece of movie making. That is what I've been liking so far. I, I knew about that part in advance. I'm like, wow, this is pretty neat. And so I've been playing a game of try to find where they secretly did cuts. They it cuts, looks like yeah. it's all in one take. Oh, yeah. No, it's incredible. It's amazing. It's quite the accomplishment. And Michael Keaton uh, has a really strong performance, too. So, yeah, it's a fun movie. Uh, I saw it on the big screen and I was playing that same game. Like where, where are the cats? Where are the cats? <laughs> I'm watching it because your voodoo is connected to me and you own it. Oh, I do own it. That's how you, okay. That makes sense. So if you get on voodoo later and see that I only watched 10 minutes, don't worry. We're going to finish it tonight. Okay, sure. I need to add some more uh, stuff to my voodoo now that I'm thinking about. I've got uh, Logan, get out John wick. I've got oh, some yeah. good stuff. Put that stuff on voodoo. I want to watch those. <laughs> Logan, I'm excited about. Yep, yep, will do. Oh, uh, and side happy hour? No, I'll save it for Bumper Patrol. That's it. Oh, such a tease. All right, what about you? Uh, what have you been happy about <coughs> the past week or two? Well, Ben, my happy hour this week is an arcade game. <gasps> Pac-Man? The greatest arcade game. Donkey Kong? It's a Dig Dug. Oh, I've I've not played that, but I have heard of it, and it almost rhymes. Wait, have you not heard of Dig Dug? No, I've heard of Dig Dug. Have you played it? I've not played it. You've never played Dig Dug? Where would I play Dig Dug? Like any Mexican restaurant ever. Well, every Mexican restaurant I go to doesn't have an arcade machine in it. Oh, man. You guys need to upgrade or downgrade. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this was like a 1982 arcade game. We keep okay, all right. our well, arcade I, machines. You know, at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, okay. And CC's. Well, you should go to Chuck E. Cheese and play some uh, Dig Dug. I doubt you they play... have Dig Dug. <laughs> you play as the title character, Dig Douglas. And uh, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about Dig Dug. There is a, there's a, a restaurant I, I frequent that has a Dig Dug machine. And I am the number one scorer. So, oh, uh, why haven't we ever I'm gone there? Gonna... Uh, next time you're here, I'll take you. It'll be great. Is it Taco Cats? This is a recent development. No. Oh. No, it's uh, Mr. PJ's. That's what the place is called. Mr. PJ's. Are you supposed to go in your pajamas? No, no, no. Only the owner gets to wear his pajamas. That's why he's Mr. PJ. Oh, okay. That's the only reason. Yes. And they, uh, they also have the uh, literal hottest hot wings I've ever had in my life. It was very unpleasant. Well, I like, don't recommend that. Like hot, hot, or spicy hot? Uh, spicy hot. Okay, you know spiciness so, is measured on the Scoville scale. I did know that. I don't know how many Scovilles this wing had, uh, where, where it ranked, but um, it was uh, caused me great physical discomfort. So if you ever go to Mr. PJ's, I recommend against ordering the 911 wings. Bum Patrol. So, uh, Dig Dug, what do you do? Do you dig? You dig. You dig and you dug. Um, you do a lot of digging underwater, and there are these monsters, um, and you, you crush them with rocks, or you shoot them with, I don't know, it looks like a bike pump, and then you pump them up until they explode. That seems kind of violent. Well, you know, video games, man. That's what they're all about, is uh, violence. They make you want to copy the actions in the game. That's true. That's why after a like a long dig dug sash, I like to go out in the backyard and just dig around for monsters. 
and puff them up. Yep. Does puff them up with a bike, a bike tire. Does your dog help with that? No, no. She's usually too busy with her podcast. Oh, how often does she podcast? I thought it was only when you're gone. It's like three times a week. It's huge. There's like, uh, there, there were like six seasons they had to cover. How is it huge when they only have four times the view or listeners we have? Uh, that's huge, man. That's like <laughs> 40 listeners. <laughs> I think we have more than 10. Only 10 exist to us. But I think there are a couple more who silently exist. The uh, the greatest uh, joy of mine when you're playing Dig Dug is if you manage to group a bunch of enemies together and you crush like four enemies with one rock, the best feeling in the world. Is that when you get a kill screen? Yep, that's how you activate the kill screen. Is that That's why you're number one. Yeah, no, I am. I what? am. W, WBT, that's me. What's your score? Oh, man, my top score, I don't want to, I mean, this is going to, if you know anything about Dig Dug, this is going to be very unimpressive because I don't have a lot of competition. Uh, literally, the world record is like up in the millions, but my highest score, I think, is like 80,000. Only 80,000? Which is still pretty good. I think it's all right. It's okay. I don't know. Let's see what percent of your is it eighty thousand divided by the high score of all time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. equals you are point one five percent of the best score ever. Sure. No. I mean the high like the record is actually somebody playing it until they get to the kill screen. So I'm not nearly that good. You got to keep practicing. I will, Ben. I'm going to be the best. Don't let your dreams be dreams, Brian. Like like no one ever was. Dig them all. Got to dig them all. Boo-doo-doop. Anyway, that concludes my happy hour. Uh, let's move forward to the Bummer Patrol. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, Ben, I'm so down in the dumps. Get out. Okay, I'm out of the dumps. And okay, now, good. Time to move time on to, to no news. Time, no. Uh, no, what is your Bummer Patrol pick for the week? All right, so uh, I don't have time anymore. What? I what don't. happened to all your time? I'm out of time. I wasted it all. I spent it. And now I don't have any more time. It's about to record my death podcast. But it's a limited resource. I know. That's like the most important thing. Uh, but I, I'm all out because, okay. Can't uh, you go buy more time? Is there a way to buy time? May, maybe. I don't know. The clock warehouse? You got to go go to the old clock warehouse. <laughs> they keep time on hand. <laughs> With watches. <laughs> <laughs> Not in your hand, that's, though, but close. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, you haven't seen the way I wear watches. It's just on your palm. Mm-hmm. The old palm watch. It's, it's like, like the, the, the wrist watch. The girl from palm. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, yeah, the, 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 you're talking about the pawn? Well, I don't know, the one that opens. With the hand eyes? Hand. Yeah, was it not a girl? I don't know, I haven't seen the movie. Just the box. What? Oh, it's a good movie. I recommend it. I don't know, it has subtitles. It does have subtitles, so if that's a deal breaker, don't. <laughs> My 
Bumper Patrol is that nobody wished me happy birthday yesterday or two days ago. What? Your birthday hasn't happened yet, Ben. Shh. <laughs> By the time this is recorded, I have not received any birthday wishes two days ago. Hmm. Well, I will make sure that uh, we post about your birthday on the Facebook group. I'm sure you'll get at least a half dozen or so good uh, birthday well wishes. But then this won't be accurate anymore because we're recording this two days before. But it gets posted two days okay. after. So you mm. have to make sure you have to post nobody wish Ben happy birthday because it'll ruin his bum patrol in the next podcast. Ben would hate to have the podcast ruined ruined so usually i tried to put like a week before some kind of hints that my birthday's coming up so everyone remembers which i talked about before on the podcast i think i think as a happy hour or something i don't know well i forgot because last week was the totally fixed up special uh podcast the virtual podcast that we released that was definitely meant to be the way that it was mm, by design yes, yes yes the whole time we planned that and for anyone who's wondering, there is an Abentus coming, but it'll take a few weeks because I've gotten too busy now. I've told you all before about how I get to design our next room at our escape room. And I think I mentioned how we pitched an idea about also having a trivia thing, like doing our escape room sponsored trivia. Didn't I? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I remember that coming up last time. Well, last week I had a meeting with the owner, or one of the owners, and he said they loved the idea, and we had to talk to logistics and all that stuff I talked about last time. And uh, it, it went really well, but now I have to do more stuff. And I don't know when we're starting. He's, he's going to talk to some owners. He knows a bunch of people in town somehow. He always knows everybody. Like, he knows the owner of Fridays in town. Ooh. He's going to talk to him, but he's going to try to figure out where we're going to hold it. He asked how many I could make. He's like, oh, what do you think, like uh, four to six a month? I'm like, what? I could do maybe one <laughs> a week, and that's fine. That's I can do that easy. But I'm not – I'm trying to do more than just question and answer. I have, like, rebus rounds and, like, identifying pictures and an audio round. You have to listen to music clips and name things. I like an anagram round. But half of it's going to be questions overall. But so I am – Usually in my free time, either writing questions for that stuff, so I have a few uh, just backup answers in case something goes wrong with one or in case I need more quickly. Oh, and also, last time I was at work, one of the other owners – hello, cat. Selena. She said hi. One of the other owners said, hey, want to go buy a bunch of the stuff for the room? Here, take the corporate credit card and go buy all the stuff you need. Go crazy. Buy whatever you want. Really? You didn't no. have a limit? No, he didn't say that. I already knew my budget, and I was already like about half of the budget. And so they were happy already with that. So I went out and bought a whole bunch of stuff. Hobby Lobby, Michaels, uh, Home Depot, Target, and Walmart all got hit. A bunch of websites, order stuff from those. I had to wait for everything to get here, and some won't get here until late June, but we plan to open in late June, so that I hope it gets here sooner. I'm mm -hmm. trying to figure out the flow of the puzzle and redesigning the visual elements that I have to do in, like, crappy Photoshop and how I want to lay out the room, and people still want to play the room, which is, makes it difficult. So it's, it's, it's been no time for doing things. 
Never enough time. That's, That's my okay, Ben. Control. It'll slow back down eventually. No, but then it's boring. <clears throat> it's a no-win situation. Ugh, I don't know. I ranted for a while. <clears throat> but right. I have I have trivia rounds. If anyone gets bored and wants to like listen to them or see the picture Rebus's rebuy, I guess. Are you are you gonna live stream this trivia? Probably to the Facebook group. Probably, definitely not. Oh. But if people want the puzzle stuff I made, they can have that in advance. None of you live near enough okay. by that it matters. Ah, we'll show you. We'll fly out just so we can win. I've got the winning edge. I would disqualify you just for that. Oh, what's your what's your team name then? What's your trivia team name? Uh, my trivia team name is um, do, 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 the the Italian uh, Stallions, and we we uh, we're big Rocky fans, and we always have trivia night at Johnny's New York Pizza, so it's tied in thematically. And you're also horses. It's um. My, my, my trivia team is called Good Job, Brian, and it's all we're all named Brian, and we all meet up and play trivia. Too bad they good the podcast Good Job Brain has sort of talked about that already. Oh, yeah? They had a whole segment about Brian's. Oh, well, that actually transitions beautifully to my Bummer Patrol, Ben. Really? There is a uh, podcast I recently learned about called All the Brian's. Really? In, in which uh, the host... The host of this podcast every week interviews a different Brian. Uh, Here is their description on iTunes. What is Brian? Who is a Brian? This experiment attempts to answer Brian questions by having Brian interview other people named Brian. It's a podcast. Yep, so that's it. this is your phone patrol? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not done yet. Uh, So every episode he interviews a different Brian. So, you know, you have interviews with Brian, the classical musician. You have uh, Brian, the contemporary urban science fiction writer. Brian, the construction company project manager. Brian, the public high school teacher. And my bummer patrol is I haven't been invited on this podcast, Ben. I'm a Brian. I should show up. I know how to podcast. But does he know you exist? I mean, he should. I we, we 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 all know about each other. We get the newsletter. That's racist, Brian. What? Not all Brian's know Hasht- each other. Hashtag yes, all Brian's. We totally do, and it has to be. You know, that's what makes this especially bogus. Is because on the episode, Brian, the construction company project manager, the guy he interviews is named Brian with a Y. That's what? not even a real Brian. No, not not okay. No, no, not okay at all. No, that's a Brian. Yep. And you know what's wor- what terrible is when you go to order food and they ask you for your name and you say, oh, Brian, and they think your name's Ryan. It's awful. Does that the happen worst. a lot? Ryan is yeah, all the time. It's uh, the reality I live in. It's very upsetting for a Brian to be called Ryan. Oh, well, if it helps, my name is sh- so short in one syllable and Ryan's with so many things. I frequently think people are saying my name when they're not. When they're just like clearing their throat, <laughs> yeah. See, or they're like, "Oh, I need a bit, a pen. I need a pen." Mm. No, you're right. So you should go by your full name, Benji Man. No, not my name. I think it is. No, my name is also a, a word. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, it's Ben. Ben. Yeah. Oh man. 
when you go to when you go to uh, Canada on a business trip like you do to one of the escape room conferences, do they pronounce your name Bean? Uh, I've never been there, so probably not. Okay. Okay. Well, if you ever do go to Canada, let me know. Check back in. Uh, Canada, Ben. So, does this podcast really exist? Not it's not something you made up just now. No, it's a very real thing it's, that I have not been on. You have to tell them that you're you. Cross I'll promote. reach out. Is there mm-hmm. one for uh, bins? Uh, wait, let me let me type into uh, iTunes all the bins. No, nothing. The number one uh, result is a podcast called All Bins Falls. What? What's oh, wait, and then oh, here's the All Bins on Board podcast. Oh, is that me? Um, uh, no, it looks like a different Ben. Oh, well, I mean, is it about the thing that I could possibly be on as a Ben? I uh, know this is the podcast of a kindergartner. Oh, well, that's not what that's I want. All, that's all. The, that's all the description says. The podcast of a kindergartner. Is it still going, or has it pod faded? Ooh, a good question. Let me see. Uh, but, um, I might need to start this. You podcast. know what? I'm not seeing any dates listed, but there's only 13 episodes. If that tells you anything. Oh, and you can't see when the latest one happened. Uh, no, no. For some reason, I don't. I don't know why I'm not seeing any dates. Um, there. Here we go. Here's one. There's one. <laughs> it has one review uh, from nine years ago. So. Oh. I'm going to say probably uh, they're not active if they did 13 podcasts in nine years. That's almost happy cast numbers at that point. Hey, whoa, we Um, have a lot more than that. We were at like 90-something. But here we go. Can I read the one review that this Kindergartner's podcast has? Yeah. It says, uh, headline, I love Ben's podcast. Uh, and then the content says, Ben is awesome. I listen to your podcast all the time. I love it. Four stars. What? <laughs> That's a little harsh. <laughs> no, man. I like that she's, uh, you know, teaching this kid a valuable lesson. Those five uh, star reviews, they don't come easy. You got you to gotta really, really earn those. Is that one of those people that never gives you like an A or never get 100 or five stars because nobody's perfect? That actually, that does seem like what this is. Like, well, you know, it could be better. There's always room for improvement. I go the other way. I'm very quick to hand out like the maximum. Like, sure, yeah, hundred, good job. You get the most. Right, so I've looked up some podcasts. I'm trying to find some. I found uh, Ben's Country Music Show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Jack and Ben's Autonomous Collective. Uh, let's see. All right. Just called Ben's Podcast. I don't know what that one is. Oh, that's the All Aboard one. Oh, uh, there it is. There are a few of these. None of them seem to be me or inviting me. <laughs> Wait, are you looking for like a podcast you recorded but then forgot about? Like, oh, yeah. I should have at I... least been invited. <laughs> well, you know, you can reach out to that kindergartner now. I'm sure he's like a high schooler by now, so you could totally podcast with him. Do you think he wants to, though? No, he's probably moved on to whatever the kids are doing. I'm not sure. This is April 7th, 2008 is when that came out. 
Yeah, so, you know, nine nine years ago. A lot of these are dead. But you know what's not dead? It's Friar Ben's Biblical Podcast. Oh, hey, maybe you can get on that one. That one is still going. Oh, yeah. Ask your parents to go to church Thursday, May 25th. Okay, all right. I can try my best for this one. It'll allow you to listen to homilies from Mass <laughs> and follow along a Bible study that he's leading. Oh, see, you can get in on that. Or I'll start my own and rival him. What? A rival Friar Ben? Oh, I'll, I'll be a Friar with a Friar Ben? Oh, okay. I'll fry things <laughs> while I talk about the Bible. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to hear the next episode of Friar Ben's Bible Study. <laughs> I hear this week he's doing waffle fries. <laughs> it's going to be half cookbook, half Bible study. I think there might be a market for that, so it could work. Probably, and you can co-produce it. I need mm-hmm. recipes for meat. Well, we'll uh, we'll make a we'll make a contest out of it. We'll see if I can get on the Brian's podcast first, or if you can hang out with uh, Friar Ben. You know what? I'm going to get on the Brian's podcast under a fake name. What? What's your fake Brian alias? My name is Brian Ben Cobb. Hmm. Sounds real. And then I'll go on there and talk about escape room working and this podcast I'm on. And I'll say that, see, our whole thing is my name's actually Brian and your name is actually Ben. <laughs> oh, and, we're pulling we're pulling a long con on this one. Well, see, but then they'll think, oh, you're Ben trying to lie that your name's Brian. So they won't let you on the show. What? You're going you're gonna to shut me out like that, Ben? That's my Not plan. Cool. Ben, oh. what do you mean? I'm Brian. Uh, no, no, I veto this. I don't like this at all. <laughs> a Twilight Zone episode. You were Ben the whole time. No. So that's what you're bummed about. Uh, that is. I'm bummed about this other thing. I meant to. I should have brought this up in at the beginning of the show during nonsense, and I should actually probably just save it for next week. Unless but, it's not um, next week. Are you familiar with the card game? That's true. I. I. You know. That's. That's how I live my life, Ben. I don't plan for the future. I generally, uh, I can't do that. I'm the kind of guy, I, like, I, 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 I thought of like this great birthday gift idea for a friend, and I got it, and it came in the mail. I'm like, oh, here it is. Her birthday is in like two months. I'm just gonna give it to her now because that <laughs> seems like a good idea. I live my life two furlongs at a time. <laughs> I love it. Um, are you familiar with the card game Spades? Yes, I like that one. Do you know how to play? Pretty much. Oh, that's incredible. Okay, I don't know, and I'd like to learn. And I was looking on the Xbox for Spade games, and I found one. And really? I read the I read the description, and then I realized how little I understand about Spades. I thought I had like a rough idea, but this uh, text just seems like nonsense. So I would like to read it to you now, if, okay. if that's okay. I'm ready. <clears throat> um. Hardwood Spades, one to four players, HD. Welcome to Hardwood Spades, the game where the trick, where a trick is a treat. That's dumb. Bid on how many tricks you can, bid on how many tricks you can take, then work with your partner to make it happen. Don't overbid, or you'll be set. But don't underbid either, or you'll be stuck with a bag. If you, uh, <laughs> if you can duck all the tricks, go for a nil bid. Just make sure you're not holding the ace of spades. And be sure to crack. Be sure. To, Don't wait, Daddy. <laughs> and be sure to congratulate your partner or irritate your opponents with a clever foom. Okay. What's a clever foom, Ben? I don't know what that one is, 
most of the stuff is stuff people don't usually say when playing spades. I'm surprised they didn't say shoot the moon. That's the most fun part of that game. Shooting the moon? Yeah, I love shooting the moon. I like spades more than hearts, and spades is pretty much opposite hearts. Ooh, it's like bizarro hearts. Well, because I, I think in hearts you want to get no tricks, but in spades you want to get all tricks. Or the other way around. I forgot which one. I just know they're opposite. Are, are you going to get that spades game? Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to. Why would you like to play spades with me? I might get spades and play it with you. We'll, we'll be on a team. We'll have to find a rival duo to battle. Sure. Now, I mean, I don't know... I mean, I, I do want to buy this and play it. I think it's like a $5 game. I will say we might have trouble getting matched up because this is a Xbox 360 launch game from like 10 years ago. But is it backwards compatible? No, it is. Yeah, that's then where I was looking at might it. be playing it. Or that's we'll find true. two other people. Okay, hey, cool, podcast cool. listeners, if you have an Xbox and want to play Spades with us, let us know. Oh, we're putting together a podcast Spade League. Ooh, the PSL. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> oh. now, the, well. the podcast Spades League is what we would call it if we're playing Balderdash and PSL came up. You, you cut out. I don't know what you said. Was it, just, was it just funny? Laugh. Should I just laugh? laugh. <laughs> oh, Ben. Yeah, laugh a minute with you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I guess I'm done talking about spades. We should move on to a little bit of no news is not new news. Uh, breaking, breaking news uh, from the Happy Cast News Desk. Benjamin. Yes. Benji, man. Um, uh, well, you know, let's drop the act. We're, we're doing our weird news segment we haven't done in a while. Do you have a, a news story you'd like to share with the people? Something I thought, important? I thought we changed the name of this segment. Oh, we talked about it. Did we make that official? Oh, I don't know. Did we? Did we? Let's do it. Sure. Let's, uh, right now, we'll change it. This is the official uh, name change ceremony. Do, 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 do. That was a song. So, welcome. Oh, okay. Hey, everybody, welcome to our brand new, original, never-before-done segment. We like to call No News Is Not Fake News. It seemed appropriate, because our segment didn't make sense anyway, the title. Hmm? So changing one word doesn't right. change the meaning at all. No, I mean, it's uh, it was a nonsense phrase before, and I feel like... It has just as much or little meaning now as it did. So Although I think fine. it means maybe that all news is fake news, but we'll have to ask listener Anne, who now like edits words no. to edit our segment title. No news is not. Yeah, no, that does. That checks out. That's like a triple negative, isn't it? No news is no not. News well, no, you'll get rid of the two nots. So I think it's that since no news is not new news. All news, I mean, it's not fake news, and all news is fake news. Including our stories today. Mm, all right. <clears throat> may, uh, may I go first? No. Okay. Well, that's fine. See? You go first. That was fake news. You can't. Oh. Oh, it was fake. I got you. All right. Uh, here we go. My new story comes from Austin, Texas, where a man is suing his date for $17.31 because she was texting while they were watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Why wasn't she watching that good movie? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, this gentleman is 37 years old. 
All and right. he's suing his date for the cost of the ticket, $17.31, which seems like a lot. I uh, hope it was 3D or IMAX or something. I think I read it was that plus the cost of a slice of pizza she ate earlier. Oh, okay. So she, he's trying to get like all the money back. Yeah, okay, for the whole thing. Which is dumb. Uh, <clears throat> he is claiming that his reasoning is uh, she wouldn't stop texting during the movie. And that's why he's suing for the amount uh, of the ticket plus some pizza, apparently. Um, he said that the date texting was in direct violation of a policy at the theater. That's true. And that it was that his experience was adversely affected by it. I agree with him on that part. What um, he here she we tried go. to do is uh, was get the manager to refund her ticket. I think would have worked mm-hmm. better. Uh, when reached for comment, the uh, date who asked to not be named said, oh, my God, this is crazy. <laughs> Did you hear how the story ended? Uh, no. Is there an ending? How I does think, it end? I, I wrote uh, for I wrote up like a whole practice trivia round for the entire game so I could show at the meeting. And that was one of the current events question was that uh, he was suing her for doing what on a date. And so I read the story. Uh, I think she was confronted by a news crew. And she ended up just paying him back, like right there, because she oh. was tired of the, all that. She's like, "Fine, okay, fine. This is so stupid." Yeah, exactly. Um, I I am half on his uh, side. See, she activated her this. phone. I no. See, it's weird because they, I I'm so very opposed to what she was doing, but his reaction's so ridiculous that I am kind of left like, "Oh, there are no heroes in the story. Like everyone's terrible. You guys should maybe give it another shot because you both legitimately seem awful." <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe one of them rubbed off on the other one and made the other one more awful. Because, no, not cool to check the movie theater, but, dude, let it go. Just, whatever. Money's gone. I did mm-hmm. read that, like, he asked her to go outside if she's going to text, and he she never came back. Oh, yeah, I read that, too. Um, and uh, also, she was his ride home, so he had to, like, call a cab or something. Oh, so okay. All right. At least add that into the cost. <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to sue, don't just sue for half of it. I don't know, Ben. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe I'm wrong here, but I just don't feel like I would uh, ever sue a date for texting during a movie. Although, <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is a great movie, and I would really hate to have my experience ruined. That's true. But, oh, I really want pizza now. I was going to say something, but I got distracted by the thought of eating pizza. Mm, yeah, that happens to me at least three times a day. So thanks a lot, Brian. Well, you just think about how much you miss Red Baron and want it in your mouth. I love it. That's if if there if people know three things about me, it's one of them's that I love Red Baron and that you hate Justified. I hate it. It's the worst. And the third one is that I'm uh, six feet tall, but I tell everyone I'm five eleven. Oh, that's that's close enough. That's close enough. You can round either way. If you need to appear shorter, you can round down. I My license says I'm 5'11". I think that's official, although they will literally let you write anything there. They don't check it. They didn't pull out measuring tape and make sure I was 5'11". Have I ever told the story that I was accidentally not an organ donor for a while? No, please. Please share. When I first got my license, I didn't understand what the lady was saying, and she asked me a question, didn't understand it, so I just said no. 
thought that was a safer option. Then I got my license and said I wasn't an organ donor, and I felt really bad for like four years until it expired. Mm. You were an organ hoarder. I wa- yeah, I'm keeping these. These are going to the grave. They're, they're coming with me. Okay, but so you've uh, you've rectified the situation. You're an you're an organ donor now. Uh, I think so. I don't really look at my license very often. I'm assuming it says yes. Please take all the organs. All of them. I I have a story too that isn't about Ooh. texting and suing and pizza. Okay, Man, well, really I'll, pizza. I'll, I'll let you tell the story anyway, even though it's not about the things I talked about. This is from theguardian.com. Which hey, I can't... so is mine. Oh, cool. I can't remember if The Guardian is a good website or a bad website. Yeah, well, I don't know. We both found nonsense on there, so, you know. <laughs> it's, it, we, I mean, you know, it's fake news, so maybe this is our new fake news segment. Who oh, knows? no, wait. The Daily Mail, that's the crappy one. I think The Guardian's supposed to be okay. The Daily Mail is just like we should ask our, uh, let's let's reach out to our uh, British listeners and they'll tell us. Hey, British listeners! Hey, wait. Well, we can't ask Robbo. I think he's vacationing in the states, or he was. All um, right, then we're gonna Neil's got to fill this one then. Yeah, Neil. Uh, he might be too busy posting pictures of beautiful rainbows. He does do that a That's lot. That's all I'm seeing on Facebook is beautiful rainbows and people shooting arrows and castles. And it feels like he's living in the Middle Ages, but dressed <laughs> like someone from now. <laughs> it's it's uh, crazy. What a beautiful existence. Anyway, this one is Mexican politician mocked for campaign hashtag. Hashtag campaign hashtag. Now, that's hard to say <laughs> on a podcast. But his oh. hashtag is the hashtag symbol campaign hashtag. Sure. Pound sign oh. campaign hashtag. Octothorpe. <laughs> yes. Octagon. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's incredible. So his, his campaign hashtag is hashtag campaign hashtag? It is. And his name is Javier Zapata. And isn't a Zapata a hat or a pastry or something? Or both. A uh, pastry <laughs> you wear on your head. I, I was thinking you were going to say a pastry named after a hat. but <laughs> <laughs> No, it's shoe. Sorry, it's a shoe. His name is Javier Shoe. His slogan. Oh, I guess they, oh, he, oh, he's part of my family probably because Cobb comes from cobbler as in shoemaker. Oh, there you I, go. I'm related See? to this guy. <laughs> he changed his slogan later to hashtag because of my mustache. What? <laughs> he has a mustache. <laughs> and because of that, you should vote for him? I guess he's a gubernatorial candidate and – uh, that's that's governor here. I guess Mexico also has governors. I don't know enough about Mexican politics to know. He bought several billboards that were hashtag, and well, it's in Spanish, so it's <laughs> hashtag campaña. Wait, campaña, yeah, which I I assume means campaign hashtag in uh, Spanish. S- social media erupted with mockery at the apparent decision to use an advertisement with dummy text, and then his campaign insisted there is no error. <laughs> I like it. I like that they doubled down. Like, no, but they totally meant to. We 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 spent weeks uh, coming up with this hashtag. This is the perfect campaign hashtag. Everyone will remember it. Is, I remember it. Oh, yeah, um, can can we? Is uh, if we can't talk about this, you can edit it out. But um, can we talk about that uh, job application that you received that was like this? Maybe because I don't remember what it was. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, no, we can't. Oh. I thought you I thought you meant that I was applying for a job and I couldn't remember. No, no, no. I don't I don't think you're looking for work. I think you're you're gainfully employed. I'm fine right now. Oh, I don't know if gainfully I would say I'm gainlessly employed. Well, uh, yeah, so we are hiring a new person and we're accepting resumes. The second one we got we knew we wanted that person anyway because it seemed awesome. <clears throat> also, the other manager knew her and said she's awesome and responsible. Uh, there you go. It's all about who you know. Hashtag nepotism. That's not what nepotism is. Hashtag. It was her. It was like her sister, right? No. Oh, okay. No. It's her. Like just. I think she, she was her. Uh, my manager was this person's boss at another place. Oh, okay. The university. <clears throat> Well, we got one. Okay, this they they called first and asked if we're still hiring, and I th- legitimately thought they were high when they called, because I would say something and there'd be a really long pause and then a giggle and then a response, <laughs> which is kind of weird. And they kept asking what the position was, and I said, "Oh, well, it's uh, a game master here at Clue Masters." I said, "Okay, so what's the job?" I was like, "Well." You reset the rooms, you talk to people in the lobby, you do introductions, and listen off all the stuff we do. She's like, okay, so what's the position that's open? Like, well, that's what it's called. It's it's called being a clue master or a game master. <laughs> that's the stuff you do. And it was confusing. And oh, this is unrelated. We also had someone call and ask if we would hire, like, I think a 14 year old there. And oh, and your answer was no. Well, I see. Because of all the drugs and alcohol. Oh, well, that's not that. Uh, I said send in your resume because I can't say no. That's ageist, and they could sue for that. Also, I think there's like a curfew law. I don't know if that applies to jobs, but I don't think a 14 or 15-year-old would be the best fit to having to corral drunk 40-year-olds. You have to have some sort of authority, I guess, and a 15-year-old does not have that. Anyway, this person that called, they kept asking over and over. I said, uh, or like, how do I apply? I said, oh, we'll just email your resume to email that I gave. And they said, well, do you have a way to apply online? Uh, well, that's how you apply online. You email your resume to us. I didn't say it like that. That's how my brain said it. <laughs> I said it in customer service mode. And then they hung up. I was like, okay, they gave up. Like 10 minutes later, they called again in one of the email address, which I had to spell out two times and say three or four times. And again, is, it a, is it a tricky one? Is it a difficult email address? No, it's, it's bookings at the name of our place.com. Hmm. It wouldn't be like email or Gmail email at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be a pretty good email address. Or if it's like the number two written out, but it's, that's what it is. It's the whole thing. The number two written out at gmail.com. <laughs> but people are like, wait, T-W-O? It is be confusing. Anyway. No. The words, the number two written out. <laughs> but the number two is the number two. But oh, the, number... Yeah. the number two, the number two, well, it's the number two written out, but then two is actually spelled T-O-O for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. And is with a Z. <laughs> the number two written out. There's no is. The number is. Oh, man. <laughs> just add that on when you when you say the email to really confuse uh, them. Uh, can we? Oh, can we make that the name of this podcast? <laughs> Which one? The, the number two the, written out at gmail.com. 
Etsymail.com, yeah. But is it spelled with a Z? <laughs> and, and number is, it is the number sign or the hashtag sign. Anyway, they eventually emailed like the next day. And the subject line is appling for job because they missed the Y in applying. <laughs> yep, yep. App, <laughs> appling for a job, sure. Which already is kind of bad because one of the most important parts is attention to detail. Since we have to reset rooms and make sure everything is right back where it is with no mistakes. Uh, it's big chunks of paragraphs. But my favorite part is there is a page two on on this resume that doesn't need to be there with a different name at the top. Same last name, different first name. <laughs> and it has uh, sub sections like languages, accreditation, uh, accreditation. Wait, accredit. Is it accreditation? It does accreditation. I guess I've been wrong this whole time. Oh, yeah, those I don't are... know, I'm really I'm really the wrong person to ask about that one then. I don't know. I'll have to ask listener Ann or the internet. Uh patents and publications. I'm not a, I'm not a linguistic Ben. Well, I'm not the linguistic. I just play him on TV. Okay. Accreditation? No, I'm wrong. It's Tation. But it has languages, accreditation, patents and publications, interests and activities, hobbies, computer skills, licenses and certificates. And under every single one of them it says, "Place your text here." Delete this text and heading if you don't need them. <laughs> yeah. So it's on there like oh, I love it seven times, which again, attention to detail is kind of important. So uh, yeah, that person is not being hired. What? Yeah. Plus, we interviewed the other person, and she seems like she'll be a good fit. She mm, starts like okay. this coming Thursday. So by the time you hear this, she will have worked one day. Oh, well, good luck with your new subordinate, Ben. Thank you. What am I? Am I a superordinate? Yeah. Yes. Who's yes. an ordinate? Uh, well, that's like the the middle tier, you know, when you're neither a subordinate or a superordinate. Oh, all right. So the other manager is my ordinate. Yeah, because you're on the you're on the exact same level. You're on equal ground. I just looked it up. Superordinate is a word that we did not make up. Ha <laughs> ha! Great, I love it. I'm gonna use that all the time. Like, no, you have to listen to me. I'm your superordinate. I'm the superordinate here. <laughs> because I, you're superordinate. Say that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me. That'd be a cool superhero or superpower. They're perfectly average in every possible way. <laughs> the most average person. <laughs> Superordinate. They, Coming to CW they, this fall. They're always the exact average age of the world population. Just they're like a real right down the middle uh, cross section. Of the world or of the country they're in? <sighs> mm, I don't know. Are we thinking global or locally? Uh, it depends if they're going to superhero globally or locally. Because Batman's mostly local. Superman does go global, though, if he has to. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. And are they of average strength and average they're intelligence? At, they're of the most average strength and the most <laughs> average intelligence. So what what can they do that's special? Nothing at all. They're They're the absolute average. But at least that means they're not bad at anything. No, no, they're 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 perfectly average at everything. The jack of all trades, master of none. I didn't really like that show that much. I loved it. I, I haven't watched the new season yet. I didn't get it. That's fair. You don't. I mean, you know what? It's a weird show. It's, well, that's no yeah. news. Yep. Oh yeah, that is what <laughs> we're doing. 
that, yeah, that's all the news that's fit to make up. Let's move forward to feedback. Sound. Oh. Oh. Miles Miles here. Miles oh, great. Thanks. What's this? A letter for me. Welcome to feedback. We don't have any. Oh, shucks. Oh, we so if do. you want to write into the show, our email address is castfeedback at gmail.com. Uh, we encourage you to write in, share your own bummer petrols, happy hours, and maybe even a no news is not fake news pick. Send us some pizza? Sure. Email us some pizza. Send us a job application. We'll take yeah. those. Right. right uh, maybe three, four page, double space, 12 point font, Times New Roman resume. Uh, let's, I mean... I will accept Comic Sans, but either that or Times New Roman. That's because you don't other. have any Common Sans. <laughs> get it? it? Was, I do get it. It's it was. It was. It was. It's a different word. <laughs> it's two different words actually. That only kind of sound sound alike. Oh, it was, a, it was. It was a reach. It was a reach. I but am I like the it. linguistic. <laughs> coming this fall to CBS. Well, now we have lots of shows. We have that one. We have Undercover Dog on CBS. We have Superordinate mm-hmm. on CW. We are set on TV pitches. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So, wait, CW, is that more of a teen-focused show? Uh, it, it, I don't know. The average average age isn't a teenager, so I guess it wouldn't be. But neither is Arrow. Arrow and Flash, those are young adults. Oh, you're right. They do. Uh, you know, I forgot that they're the they are the comic book network. Yeah, so they have those sense. two and uh, DC Linda tomorrow. So they're all set. I guess DC is going to buy some superordinate then. We're all supposed to be on. Sure. Netflix. And then maybe and then it could cross over with the Flash. Yeah. Like the world's fastest man meets the man of the most average, average speed. speed. <laughs> so he'll lose every competition <laughs> of their superpowers, but he might be better at spades than the Green Arrow is. That's Sure. He, he, yep, he's perfectly average at everything. I, you know, I, I I have terrible taste in television because every time we make up one of these, I end up going like, yeah, I'd watch that. I would okay. watch that. Well, that means he's <laughs> automatically better at whatever the supervillain's weakness is. He's better at it. Yeah, no, you're right. It checks out. Let's make that. Yes, let's kickstart it on Patreon. Stretch goals. <laughs> All of them. Indiegogo. Um, GoFundMe. In, uh, see, I was, tra- I was trying to think of one more. Um, Bandcamp. There you go. That's not what that is. Is that what that is? I don't know. I have no idea what Bandcamp is. I went there a couple times. It was fun. Oh. Uh, right, right, right. Because uh, you played the French horn. Yeah. And one time while there, I watched Osmosis Jones. Oh. I remember watching that in seventh grade science class. Well, because there was always one night where you had an option to go see a movie in theaters or stay and watch whatever movie they had, and that's what they had, and I wish I'd gone to see a movie. Oh, man. <laughs> well, oh. The, I think the year before, I think it was, I watched Robin Hood and didn't much care for it, so which is why I stayed behind the, the next time. The animated one? No. The Disney? No. Uh, oh! The one that was in theaters, like in 2005 or six. Russell Crowe? Yeah, I think it was that one. So you can either go out to the theater and watch Russell Crowe's Robin Hood or stay here and watch this VHS copy of Homeward Bound 2. And both times I was not entertained. Hmm. Ah, ah, just like uh, that thing Kurt Russell says or Russell Crowe says in that movie, right? <laughs> Kurt Russell Crowe. 
Kurt, Kurt Russell Crowe. You know what? As I, as someone who has has a has a real fondness for Russell Crowe, he's like my favorite, one of my favorite actors. I will frequently mix him up with Kurt Russell Crowe. Kurt Russell Russell wait. Crowe. I could just interchangeably for wait, some reason. Which one is one of your favorite actors? It's Kurt Russell. You said Russell Crowe. Well, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, when have you ever loved Russell Crowe? No, I have, I have, I have no love for Russell Crowe whatsoever. Kurt Russell, though, he's the best. I don't know Russell Crowe. He was in those movies, but I was not entertained. Well, that's enough nonsense. Yep. Uh, thank you, Ben, for joining us this week. Uh, I was very glad. I'm very us. happy to hear your voice. Um, yeah, me and the listeners. Okay, uh, I was wondering. I'm the linguistic. Yeah. I, I had to me, correct me. that. That's fair. You know, that's what we keep you around for. That and um, literally all the work that goes in the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything difficult, you handle it. And we, uh, me and the listeners, are very appreciative okay. of it. Oh, well, thank you, you and the listeners. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We. Uh, Royal we. Re-up royal, royal we. Oh, man. Anyway, that does it for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Until next week, remember... Stay happy. happy.